I don't know, mate. We're Maybe. recording, mate. We're recording. What's up, everybody? I'm Dave. And I'm Michael. And we're Downgrade Arcade. And what are we doing today, mate? Today, man, we are going... Man, I've never called you man in my life. We're going to be doing a podcast. We're going to be tickling your ears with our voices. Okay, mate. And what is what is the, th- the thing that we're doing with this podcast, mate? What a special gimmick of this podcast, mate, is that me and you, as people may not know, are actually exceptionally busy people. Yes, we're- mate. <laughs> and we literally work our entire lives doing things, and Downgrade Arcade is only one of them. So we've decided that we can't take an hour out of our workday to do this. Um, so I mean, we're not pretty gonna. much. That's a fair estimate, mate. I don't <laughs> think we can because we've, fu- we've we've fucking tried. And it's not working. So uh, yeah, we've tried a few times. In case uh, those of you who may not be familiar with our back catalogue, back catalogue, mate. We we promise an episode every week, and we tend to deliver one roughly every. It probably works out as like every three months if you take an average. What a podcast, mate. I don't know. It's the first one. <laughs> no, mate. Just general content, mate. I don't, oh. General, we're just bad at making content, mate, and that's because we're busy. You're terrible, mate. So, <laughs> so we figured what we would do is what just keep working, keep doing what we do, um, and while that's happening, have a little chat with you. Um, so uh, there's been a few big bits of news that we've not yet covered in Downgrade Arcade. The main one, I What's would that, say... Mate? The main one I would say, mate, is the launch of Nintendo's infamous follow-up to the Wii U, the Switch. Yes, mate. What are your initial thoughts on the Nintendo Switch, mate? I can't seem to open the piano roll on a MIDI event <laughs> when I'm op- when I'm doing a record session and a composition section. At, so because at you're recording time. us at the same time, surprisingly, your computer doesn't also want you to be recording piano, mate. And uh, no, no, no. That's uh, but in terms of the Switch, mate, I'm pretty half and half. If I was able to procure one on any other day than one minute past midnight of the official launch. <laughs> I would have been able to formulate a proper opinion on it. But as it stands, mate, Sony, Nintendo are not. <laughs> and power to the people. Now you're playing with power. Now I'm playing with, with a pre-order and fuck all, mate. Uh, I didn't even pre-order it, mate, because Tim told me not to. And then Tim went and got one, mate. <laughs> Tim, Tim got the Switch that I wanted. <laughs> Timothy, this not even coming out with a virtual console, fuck that, oh wait, I already bought it, Henson. He is a sneaky Henson, mate. One might say Crouching Tiger, Hidden Henson. <laughs> Crouching Tiger, Hidden Henson, who, yeah. who told everyone in York not to pre-order one so that he could pre-order one himself <laughs> and be the only like person Henson, in York mate. to get a hold of one. That does sound like Henson. Well, I mean, neither of us own a Switch, it must be said. <coughs> we have had a little go on several, yeah, though, mate. Exactly. I've tried two different units at this point mm. in various social situations, and it must be said that I did have a good time. Yes. Um, one, two Switch is a laugh, but as somebody who owns a Wii U, I must say that it's not nearly as fun as Nintendo Land was no, no. when that first came out. Because the majority of Nintendo Land, you can sit down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nintendo Switch is definitely a get the fuck up kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, yeah. doesn't necessarily suit mine and your gaming style. No. Or our party style, to be fair. Or really anything, any style that you or I may or may not have. No. Um, I, mate, I'm really, really struggling to type and talk at the same time and not say the things that I'm typing. How uh, are you finding it? You're supposed to be editing, though. This is a work thing, not a text thing. Well, I'm, I've got to type things out when you edit, mate. Common misconception. You do have to know how to spell. That is true, mate. <laughs> Many of my clients tell me off. <laughs> I still can't even open a piano roll, mate. There's literally no other way apart from clicking a blank event to open a piano roll, and that's not... That's not what... It's not dog, mate. <laughs> so, mate, yes. Oh, there we go, there we go, there we go, there we go. Got, oh, got it. it, you got it? Got it, got it, got, got, it, got it. it, good, good. Got We're rocking, we're rolling, mate. Oh, I had to go through a right-click menu and everything, mate. This is horrible. It's like being back at school IT, mate. <laughs> So, the Switch. Yes, mate, the Switch. <laughs> the Switch. I I did enjoy myself. I love a good portable. Yes, I'm mate, one of the only it. people I know who bought a Vita, naively, <laughs> as, as that was, as a thing to do. Um, and I am very excited about the prospect. Not, el- not enough bad stuff has happened yet for me to totally lose faith. No. Um, but price for me was the first thing that put me off when the rumors were first floating around for the switch and everyone was like oh my god it's gonna be 200 (laughs) dollars and i was like that is that is something i can get behind because i think that for nintendo as 
as a you know a company that's not had a successful console a successful home console this generation no. for, for them to come in more than halfway through with a product that costs more than <laughs> the ones that are already out yeah is profoundly naive from where i'm sat correct me if i'm wrong i'm uh again i'm, I'm kind of half and half on it because obviously it's a launch price mm-hmm. um and you can't apply the regular rules to nintendo because they're not playing by the regular rules <laughs> so the regular rules are like basically oh this is what's inside it look at this shit it's hardware oh that's nice sony you've uh, you've uh, you've made a laptop with uh, below average specs, that's nice. Yeah, but look at what's inside it. Yeah, okay. Uh, Power to the players, mate. Eight processors designed by AMD. Absolutely not turned on by that at all. Uh, pretty sure I binned off AMD about 10 years ago. Yes, mate. Most um, people did, I think. And like, it's got, it is a home console and it is an on the move console and it's got the Docker thing and it's got party games and it's got like Skyrim quality stuff on it it can actually handle that kind of it can handle top end graphics mm-hmm. you know when you knock the resolution down from 1080 to 720 a lot of stuff it makes a big difference well, in what the hardware can push yeah for sure so in terms of it playing ball with the rest of them it's not really doing that it's doing something like it's own thing it's almost like saying they're bringing out a new DS six months after the PS4 came out yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're in they're almost in different markets. It's made its own market or it's trying to. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's that's certainly true. I mean, I've been saying since I first heard about the Switch, I think the success of it will depend entirely on what they do with their handheld line. Yes. If they say, All right, we're gonna ditch off the three DS, we're gonna put all of our power, all of our money and resources and developers onto making the Switch are portable as well as our home console then i'm totally on board you know if they yeah, yeah. if they go balls deep into it then that's fucking brilliant because i am a big pokemon man as you may well know mate i don't know that i don't know that i have noticed that <laughs> trying to prize that copy of pokemon silver out of my cold dead hands mate. <laughs> i was doing mate. i almost had you um and i've been waiting for a full 3d skyrim style place pokemon rpg yeah yeah for a very long time now i thought the wii u was the right time for that as a concept yeah yeah. nintendo obviously disagreed for whatever reason um but now seeing the switch i think this is an even more perfect time Mm -hmm. you know there's never been because nintendo have always said you know pokemon is for people who are on the go and they want to keep it portable which you know wrong as that is is a decision that i can (laughs) respect to an extent Mm mm-hmm um, and this kind of opens the doors for that to happen. It does. It does. And that alone, to me, is is an exciting prospect. But as someone who is slightly older than you, my friend, mm. I am already very jaded, and I've already given up on the idea of like a three D Pokemon RPG. Because what we wanted, or what we've wanted for the last fifteen years, is something that is basically Final Fantasy mm-hmm. with Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, yeah, you exactly. could argue that the the latest DS stuff is kind of like that. But at the same time, it always feels like it's done on a budget. You know when you get one of those games that's come out of Eastern Europe and it's a fucking brilliant game, like Stalker or The Witcher, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, here's the intro movie. Oh, it's... Uh, it's um, Shit. It's just pictures <laughs> moving against a moving background and everything's pictures. Everything feels like it's come out of a studio that doesn't have much money. Yeah. And what we want is something that feels expensive, something that can suck you in, like Skyrim. Yeah. yeah something yeah. that has an air of realism. Like even the new Zelda. Mm-hmm. Do yeah, that yeah. with Pokemon. Well, that's that's the thing, isn't it? I think you made the point earlier on that Nintendo, they're not playing everyone else's game. No. They're not. So they're not going to be looking to port Battlefield 1 in 4K onto the Switch. Even if it was something they were capable of doing, I don't mm-hmm. think they would do that because that's not the game they're playing. No. And what they've done instead, which is very admirable, is come out with Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. which is not technically stunning. If you looked at it on paper and you looked mm-hmm. at how many pixels there were compared to, you know, 
Battlefield 1, mm-hmm. you'd say, oh, that's nonsense, Nintendo, they're not even trying. But yeah, then yeah. you actually look at it and the art style and the way that they've worked with the technology that they've got mm-hmm. is it's it's really beautiful game. It's one of the most beautiful games to come out, mm-hmm. you know, in the last kind of five years, I'd have said. Mm-hmm. And and that's a real testament. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, yeah. in a lot of ways, it's like, Zelda reminds me of Panzer Dragoon and Shadow of the Colossus and Ico uh-huh. in the sense that they're games that are bound by technical limitation. Yeah. But like they work with it and they have to make up their own art style for it and that stuff has gone on to be immortalized. Yeah, for like, sure. I don't think anyone's going to forget uh, Call of the Wild anytime soon. No. I think that's going to be, even in a year's time, that's a system seller. Mm-hmm. I mean, Do you mean Breath of the Wild, mate? Breath of the Wild, that's it, yeah, yeah. And they've, um, I think they've done what Microsoft did and they've got themselves a Halo. Yeah. No matter what you say about Halo, Halo is a massive system seller. Yeah, yeah. And to some extent, somehow still is. <laughs> yeah, somehow people seem to just let that one go, don't they? Yes, mate. Um, yeah, I think system system seller is, is one of those things that's been thrown around a lot with, with Zelda. And I think that it, it definitely is true, but I think Nintendo knew that mm-hmm. and therefore have not really tried. No. Do you know what I mean? Because it is upsetting to see a console like the Switch, which people are saying is Nintendo's last ditch attempt at the home console market, which realistically speaking, it probably is. Uh-huh. To see that come out with one game and two bits of filler <laughs> at 50 quid a piece. Yeah, yeah. Is is upsetting, and that's the that's the other thing really is one two switch is a laugh, but that game should be built in. Yeah. Absolutely should be built into that yeah, bastard. Yeah. The fact that you've got to pay, I think I've seen it down at forty quid now, maybe because right. we're a few weeks after launch. The fact that you've got to pay that price for that game is unreasonable to say the least. And yeah. the, the same goes for Bomberman, really. You know, Bomberman, great game, sure, but it's exactly the same. Well, it's actually, someone said it was less featured. It had fewer features than Bomberman Generation on the GameCube, but it still cost 50 <laughs> quid to play. And that is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but in a lot of ways, that's kind of... Oh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of the way it was going anyway. Like, re-releasing any old shash. Mm-hmm. And slapping a price on it, and Bomberman, you can you can just release the SNES version, and with some new graphics, and that would basically be. I mean, it is the SNES version with new graphics. Let's be honest. It is, yeah, it is. <laughs> but I like the SNES version. I like the SNES version. There's nothing wrong with it. That's the point. But then again, Nintendo. At the minute, I think they're in onshore territory because the mini NES thing. Mm. I think that blew their minds. Yeah, I don't think they were expecting. I think they were expecting success. But I didn't think they were expecting it to be uh, mums at Christmas shooting each other in the aisles of CEX <laughs> to try and get one for 300 quid or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. Reggie's caused genocide, again. Oh, <laughs> Reggie. Is he called Reggie? Who's Reggie? The Nintendo CEO of America. Oh, fuck, I have no idea. That, that guy. That big guy, that big potato guy. Yeah, let's have a look, mate. Beautiful in front of a computer. Nintendo. Reggie. USA CEO, mate. It's definitely Reggie. He's on all the memes. Uh... Nintendo, no, that's not what I said, is it? Just Google Nintendo Reggie, mate. <laughs> we'll tell you who he is. Nintendo Reggie. Nintendo Reggie. There we go. Yeah, oh, that guy. That guy. Yeah, he looks like he plays on an American football team, except that he's also, like, a little bit Mexican. So he's, he, he looks like he's retired from professional football, and now he just kind of comes in to do commentary now and again with John Madden. <laughs> John Madden football, mate. Nintendo Reggie meme, mate. This is going to be nice and um, audio-based for the audience. I feel like a purple pumpkin is the main thing that's coming up when you search Reggie meme, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, what, were you, what was your point about Reggie, mate? <laughs> yeah, I just don't think they expected what was happening at Christmas with, no. all, the, uh, with all that stuff. And I think uh, that has somehow indirectly forced an earlier launch than expected. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see what you mean. I think they, they're trying to capitalise a bit on being in the public eye. Yeah, yeah. Because the fact that Mario Kart is coming out next month, uh-huh. you'd have thought that would have been a big launch title. Yeah, yeah. Particularly because they're using Mario Kart on most of their 
Demos. Demos. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anything you see, like when the YouTube advert pops up for the Switch, is people playing Mario Kart. And Skyrim. <laughs> and Skyrim. Oh, go buy this now. So you literally can't do anything. <laughs> anything that's on here. Um, yeah, and there's a few things about the Switch that seem like odd choices to me. Like what's Like that? the, you know, it charges off USB-C. Yeah. Which okay. is really cool. But the port is on the bottom. Right. So if you want to charge it while you're on the go, you have to be in handheld mode. Right. You can't actually plug it in and put it on the table with the stand. You can't dock it, basically. Well, you when you bang it in the dock, it charges. So you can't. But you know, it's got that kickstand at the back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you put the kickstand out. You put it on the table at the restaurant. You play with your friends. But you can't charge and do that at the same time. Got you. Because it's on the bottom. So if you plug the cable in, it totally. It totally makes that redundant. Which, that's that's just a bad idea. That's straight up a bad idea. That screams no product testing to me. Yeah, yeah. Like it, yeah. You know, Mm. and all of these, you know, dubious as the rumours are, all of these left Joy-Con disconnection issues that people are having, that's the kind of thing that should be sorted out before a product launches. Yeah. Because it's been a lot of people. Everyone I know who has a Switch has said that they've experienced it at least once. Yeah, yeah. And that means that they must have seen that in testing and they either decided to just ignore it and like, yeah, suck it, we'll fix it later. Or, you know, or or they didn't test it. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Either way, that's just bad. (laughs) Bad. Again, for a company that's making a last-ditch attempt. Yeah, it's... uh I mean, I feel like it's it's their last chance sort of thing. But at the same time, I have no idea how much money they actually have mm. because they control a handheld market pretty much tooth and claw, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and the handheld market is pretty big. Uh, and they've been... The virtual console, a lot of people just do get Wii's and Wii U's just for the virtual console. And if you're paying eight quid for Metroid, mm-hmm. which is a first-party in-house developed game 30 years ago, it literally cost them nothing. So that is seven or eight quid straight in their pocket. Yeah. Um, so they're playing off their nostalgia market big time. And I think they've got more money than people give them credit for. Yeah. Especially with the uh, domestic market to take into account. Yeah. Because we always forget that Japan is its own little uh, macrocosm when it comes to gaming economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Although I've heard <coughs> that the um, it actually totally bombed in Japan. Oh, was that the thing with like the, the only fifty people turned up to the Jap- Japanese equivalent of Walmart? Yeah, yeah. For the midnight launch or something. Yeah, that's pretty dog shit, mate. But and I think I think that's because Nintendo have definitely angled this one more in the way more towards Western people. Well, all the adverts are just like white people skateboarding and having fun. Yeah. And, oh, going to yeah. sit in my middle-class home, just put my feet up after a hard day's work. Oh, I've got a Labrador, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to have a good time with these games that aren't coming out yet for another year. Yes, uh, mate. 100%. So. And, you know, there's not a JRPG in sight. No. Nope. <laughs> you know, much <laughs> as that pleases me personally. Much as that pleases you, mate. Not, not dog, mate. <laughs> not a good move. No. You know, why disregard your core demographic for a demographic which hasn't decided whether it wants to trust you again yet yes mate <laughs> and we, when we were talking the other day when we were doing the playstation episode mm-hmm. that like not yet released not yet released when we were doing it mate and we are still doing it <laughs> that sony came out of the gate with eight launch titles mm-hmm. which people which nowadays if a console launches with eight launch titles they're like oh that's fuck all that's dog shit but like the average console lineup is like four games and some straight from network stuff you know mm-hmm. and even though nintendo have basically got one game for a launch yeah it's not actually that bad it is a good game like it's a good g- it's a good it's strong a good game because like when the ps3 came out i think it had two launch titles people actually wanted mm-hmm. uh and then i mean Killzone didn't even come out of launch i don't think which is which is you know playstation's halo or it was <laughs> Until they, well, it it was, until they realized it was actually really shite. Uh, and then you, just a lot of stuff no one wanted, like Warhawk or... Yeah, I'm just just <laughs> now looking at the list 
of games. What's Confirmed for... day one PS4 games. I was talking about PS3, but yeah. PS3, sorry. Uh, well, I'm looking at PS4 now. We've got, Do it, mate. It's all just shit that was basically already out on the PS3. Yeah, it's PS3 ports and it's... Uh, uh-huh. it's Assassin's Creed 4, Battlefield 4, oh, great. COD Ghosts, oh, great. DC Universe Online, oh, brilliant. FIFA 14, <laughs> you know. And then the only ones on here I can see that actually weren't available on the other ones are Knack. Right, because that did really... <laughs> you know, really I, well. I played Knack. I really enjoyed Knack. Knack is one of those games that wins about 80 BAFTAs, even though it's not British. <laughs> Interactivity Awards or something like that, like Deus Ex did, although Deus Ex has just stood the test of time. But no one cares about Knack. No. Regardless of whether it's a good game or not, mm-hmm. it has no staying power. Well, Knack was a... It was a it was a proof of concept for the PS4. Right. It was literally look at how many polygons we've got. <laughs> like literally by building building a creature that was made out of individual objects or with their own physics. They were just like check out this big bastard. <laughs> and that was about it really. And the game was fine and it worked. I played it in like a day and I traded it in before it lost its value. <laughs> um, you know, and that was fine. But yeah, knack. N- Knack and and Playroom, mate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that game that showed off the PlayStation camera that everyone definitely wanted. Definitely wanted, mate. Can I interest you in another eye toy? No. <laughs> that was about it. So actually, thinking about it, you know, Nintendo haven't done that bad. Although they haven't filled up their their uh, e-store with trash so that people can at least pretend like there's more games. Not yet, mate. Not yet, indeed, indeed. When they eventually get around to doing that virtual console, mate, then maybe we'll see. When they get around to it, that one piece of software that should have been locked down since day fucking one before they even built the thing. Yeah. Oh, I'll just mash it in there. It'll look like part of the thing. Hundred <laughs> percent, mate. 100%. Well, I I recently cracked my Vita so that I could play NES ROMs and GBA ROMs yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I was just like, I shouldn't have to crack open a piece of Sony technology to play these games. You shouldn't when... have to do something illegal to play games that no longer, should no longer have a profit margin. Sega, I've just been happy to let that shit die. I mean, I know Sega haven't got two coins to rub together to actually make some kind of online service. Yeah. They seem to be quite happy doing Total War. And yeah. They haven't really done anything apart from Total War since that AVP game. Yeah, they're just employing three people to keep those servers servers ticking over, and that's it, and they're quite happy with that. No, we get Steam to do it, mate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just release one DLC every two years. Yes, mate. Yeah, but uh, speaking of Sega, mate, Mm. I was expecting them to jump on this, uh, the mini NES bandwagon sort of thing. What, do themselves a mini Mega Drive? Yes, mate, and officially they've not done one yet. Yes, but that's that's just the problem, isn't it? Officially. Yes, mate. But if you if you type Mini Mega Drive into Google, likely you will find 70 alternatives, all of which play Mega Drive games perfectly fine With bad and audio look chips, like Mega mate. Drives. Bad audio chips, mate. <laughs> With bad audio chips, mate, yeah. But, you know, I, I, don't, I think Sega knows that if they released an official one, all the people who already want that already have a Mega Drive emulator. It's, uh... It's a difficult sell, to be honest, mate. Plus, there's only one game. Sonic, mate. Yeah. And as you know, we've got those uh, three clone drives in the shop. Mm-hmm. And I have a hard time selling them. Yeah. Like, people that are just kind of curious know that they can get it from Argos for uh, slightly more money. Mm-hmm. And will therefore go to Argos. Uh, but people just aren't really interested in it. They pick it up, they see that it doesn't resemble the original hardware. Yeah. And they see that the controllers are wireless. Uh, infrared, mate. Mm-hmm. Infrared, mate. <laughs> uh, and they're, infrared, just, they're just mate. not bothered. They're not won over by it. Yeah, um, I mean, I wouldn't be either. No. I mean, but, I've had one in the past. Yeah. And I came down from the toilet and there was smoke coming out of the port. <laughs> and you better believe you've never seen a man move as fast as when his copy of Mega Turrican <laughs> on fire, mate. That, that £50 cart only game straight out of there, straight under the tap. <laughs> Jesus. That thing went back to Bournemouth the next day, mate. Yes, mate. Yeah, well, more trash I returned to Bournemouth. <laughs> well, that's the thing as well, isn't it? A lot of these emulators, they don't have the games built in. Apart from that one. Apart from that one. Yeah. 
um, you know, you but that even that one has the option to put a cart in, doesn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Whereas this mega this NES was just it all built into it. Yep. But also the 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 mini NES that was really the first time you could do that. There weren't really any alternatives for for Nintendo emulation. Not not any that really hit the mainstream. Not any that was simple. Whereas every <laughs> every backyard electronic store and their nan has a Mega Drive mm-hmm. emulator in stock. Mm-hmm. The Nintendo, there is Nintendo options out there. Mm. Like uh, there's some high end ones that have recently come out. The one's eight hundred dollars, and it's an NES Super Nintendo thing. It's a big black bastard, <laughs> uh, and it's got all these fancy options for like scaling, uh, line doubling, line tripling, upscaling, Shit. aspect ratio changes. You can switch the because uh, I think in Japan you had the option of an FM chip for the sound. Yeah, which means it had more in-depth synthesis, and you can switch over your US and PAL games to use that. Oh, sweet! Which they have still built into them. Yeah, that'll set you back eight hundred quid. And there's <laughs> another one that's like one hundred and twenty dollars, one hundred and fifty quid. I don't know. I can't remember the the prices are all over the place for it. But that's just a fancy SNES with a HDMI out on it. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. nothing built in. So the Nintendo third-party market at the minute is just really weird. Apart from the mini NES, which is nice and simple, cut and dry. Yeah, and th- and that's 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 the other thing about that console is it really is just apart from the tiny controller port, yeah. which I can only assume or the controller they, cables. The controller cable, yeah. Sorry, where it's like what a meter? Is it even a meter? Uh, I think it's eighty centimeters to a meter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh look, we're we're trying to remind you of the good old days with the Famicom. <laughs> you know what's a Famicom? Mate? What, exactly. What is a Famicom, mate? This genius idea that was completely useless because the, the controller ports were so short. You know, play it with the console on your lap, mate. Perfect. Absolutely spot on. I'm... With the mini NES... <coughs> I'm careful, mate. Mm. I'm completely baffled because someone was talking to me in the shop about it the other day. Like, it's being picked up as, like, a nostalgia item. But yeah. the NES did not have a market share in this country. <laughs> in fact, their market percentage was horrifically low uh. so there's people like I mean I didn't even have one I didn't even have a Super Nintendo I got a yeah a Mega Drive when the PlayStation came out and the price crashed you know what I mean <laughs> like this nostalgia has just kind of been almost invented yeah um, and people are getting it and then they're, they're getting rid of it because they, they're just like well I don't actually remember this mom sorry <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember this uh, yeah. yeah which yeah, makes it- me wonder why does not an official Mega Drive one yet because that would go down a storm in this country because yeah, that because always had the market Everyone share. did have a Mega Drive. Even the Master System was more popular than the NES over here. Mm. Statistically, mate. Statistically. statistically, yeah, sure. I mean, I think there's a uh, there's a certain kind of... It's, it's almost... An, there's an image thing within the retro community mm-hmm. where you've got to pretend like you had things mm-hmm. because... It's almost as cool to have had them in the past as mm-hmm. it is to own them now. Or at least pretend to value them for the experience that they gave you that yeah. they didn't really gave you. For sure. For sure. And oh, I think Oh, you got Battletoads. Come on, mate. Don't lie to me. You've never played Battletoads. <laughs> never... You watched that meme on the internet about Battletoads and people <laughs> asking about Battletoads. Have you got Battletoads? Uh-huh. And now you want Battletoads. I mean, I <laughs> I'm definitely, definitely guilty of this myself. Right, mate. Like, I coveted for a long time Metal Gear on the NES. Right. How we, disappointed were you, mate? Well, I mean, it is absolute trash. <laughs> <laughs> the game, it is, and and to be honest, I never, re- I never even knew that they existed until they came bundled with uh, Metal Gear Solid Three. In the oh no, it was the HD remake on the PS3. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they came with the the two arcade games built in that you could play that was the first time i even heard about them yeah, yeah. i only found out that it was physically possible to buy a copy of it <laughs> when i actually saw one at a games <laughs> fair and i bought it straight away you know because i want to believe that it's good mm-hmm. and i want people to know that i've got it and i will but but i don't know i mean i suppose i never pretended like i used to play it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm I'm a massive massive Nintendo guy these days. Mm-hmm. As much as I like to bash them as well, I'm a big fan of Nintendo. I own all the old Nintendo consoles, and I'm a big fan of my collection. Uh-huh. But I never owned a Nintendo console. 
no. I barely had a Game Boy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had an SP, but I don't think I even got that until like the PSP was out. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, but it's interesting that culture, for sure. Um, and Nintendo right now failing to capitalize on it by not having a virtual console on the Switch. Yeah, uh, but what I as I've discussed with you already, I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna do more physical mini net, mini mini consoles, basically. Yeah, yeah, mini snares. I think uh, mini snares definitely mini N sixty four. I don't think so. Yeah, because it is a stretch. Half of the mini N sixty four games, sorry, half of the N sixty four games people remember were made by Rare. Mm-hmm. And guess who owns Rare these days? Ooh, Microsoft. Microsoft, mate. <laughs> and you are not going to pull that out of Microsoft's fucking dirty little green claws. Sweaty little FIFA playing hands. No. Um, so all you've got is your first party stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, you can't just put all the Mario parties on there. <laughs> no. You can't fill it out with that. No. There's no way there's going to be 30 games for the N64. And the thing is as well, because Nintendo's been playing off the back of those properties for so long, <laughs> almost all of the N64 titles that were popular have either identical sequels, yep. in the case of Mario Party, or um, HD remakes. Yes. Ocarina of Time's got an HD remake. There's a Mario Kart on every system. There's yep. a Smash Brothers on every system. Yeah, There's yeah. a Mario Party on every system. Every single Zelda game pretty much has got an HD remake, hasn't it? Yes, mate. Majora's Mask. You know, so so they'd be silly to basically give them all away for free. Well, not give them all away for free, I mean... Well, no, but I mean, they're only going to charge, you know, they'd maybe go up to, what, like 99 or 150 quid. For, for a million 64, I reckon they'd... Because with the NES, I think they were surprised at how well it sold. I yeah, think but- they go higher for an N64. But again, if they're just going to fill it with first-party content, uh-huh. all it costs them is £2 each to make the unit. Yeah, yeah. That's for it. a bit of plastic. They can farm some money off that. Yeah. And the N64 does actually carry nostalgia in this country. People yeah, for will sure. People want it. For sure. Yeah, the N64 is a very... I mean, I want to see... A mini GameCube, mate. Well, a smaller GameCube. Well, yeah, but that, it's the similar concept, isn't it? Mm. It's just, PlayStation would never do a mini PS2. No. And it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they can repackage all of the popular GameCube games mm-hmm. and sell them for full price on another system. Yep. So why would they bundle all of them in? True. You know, it would be nice. It might even be the right move. Mm-hmm. But as we have said, you know, Nintendo don't play by everyone else's rules. No. And they're, they're probably not going to do anything that we think is a good idea. Plus, people are still buying PS2s. Like, mm-hmm. Although Sony aren't seeing any money from that. Sony aren't seeing any money from that, but the, the PS2 market is still pretty high. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would say PlayStation, particularly in this country, is one of the biggest things. Every fucker had a PlayStation, didn't they? Yeah, that little grey box sat underneath your TV. Everyone mm-hmm. had it. Because it had something for everyone. Yeah, of <coughs> course. Of course. I played Bishy... We played Bishy Bashy, didn't we, for the first time? We did time. play Bishy Bashy. I don't know what Bishy Bashy is, but we did play one. <laughs> uh, we did, on the PS1. Um, <laughs> you know, and I didn't really know that that sort of party game thing existed on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I thought that was more reserved for Nintendo. But it was interesting to see that back in the day, PlayStation was still competing in all those markets as well. Yeah, I mean, what do we what do we figure out? There's like when you count in regional releases, there's seven thousand games for the PS One. <laughs> yeah, so probably about four thousand individual unique games. Uh huh. Which is it's not a bad run. That's a lot, mate. Yeah, considering yeah. it only sold one hundred and six million units. I mean, I say only, <laughs> but that's a lot of diversity. Yeah. For for, <laughs> for, for a little grey box. It. Yeah, yeah. And considering most people only had FIFA 97, Colin McRae Rally, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, uh, what's that, V-Rally? Crash Bandicoot. World is Not Enough, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, when you think about how many PlayStation 1 games you actually remember Uh versus how many there actually were, Mm -hmm. it's quite quite an upsetting thought, Mm -hmm. (laughs) almost, isn't it? (laughs) You know? But But also, PlayStation and Sony in general have never been tied up with this idealistic idea of first party being the clincher. No. You know, um, Nintendo Police, mate, Nintendo Police coming for us. 
and shit, Nintendo cops. <laughs> Obviously, on the PS2, though, that meant there was a lot of shit. I would say there was an equal capacity of shit on the PS2 that there was for the Wii, mate. In terms of shovelware. Mm. In terms of just trash that got thrown out because they didn't have to spend money on a license to put it on the console. <laughs> yeah, I mean... quality control was dog. Don't, don't get me wrong. There's not a lot of great games no. on the PS2. <laughs> there are a few. I mean, there's more but, good games on it than there are most other systems. Yes, but only because, you know, if you throw enough shit at the wall, eventually <laughs> it's going to spell gold. Something's going to stick, mate, in some kind of some kind of phonetic word. Yeah, something, some pun about shit and walls, mate. Eventually something's going to stick in it. <laughs> you know, and, and I... You know, and I think even to this day, most of the PlayStation's big winners are not necessarily games by Sony. They're just games exclusively for the PlayStation. Order 1886, mate. <laughs> yes, mate. Killzone Shadowfall, mate. <laughs> you know. It, they don't have a great track record for actually creating great first-party games. No. You know, when you think about the best games of the last two generations, 90 of them were made by Naughty Dog. Yes, mate. <laughs> you uh, know? And, cra- yeah, well, I mean, Crash Bandicoot is Naughty Dog. Yep. The Metal Gear Solid franchise, that was one of their big, their big, you know, exclusives. Yep. Konami, obviously. Konami. Um, you've got, they had Final Fantasy for a very long time. Squaresoft. Squaresoft. You know, if I, you know, what, what, what are some good Sony games? Uh, Dark Souls, I believe, is produced in-house. Interesting. The Souls stuff. Um, but that was not exclusive to the PlayStation. Nope, but it is uh, from software, which I believe is owned by Sony. Mm. Uh, uh, Ico, Colossus, and Last Guardian are all produced in-house, and arguably they're some of the best games you'll ever find. Yeah. Uh, yeah obviously, yeah. they're commercial viability is very limited <laughs> um but in terms of quality and caliber yeah it seems to be the in-house stuff always tends to hit the nail on the head even though there is very little of it coming out of there yeah 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 for sure i think really well i don't know i was gonna say hardware is really where sony excels but they used to nowadays like you say the <laughs> ps4 is just a laptop <laughs> Yep. In a different shape box. Uh, although for me, I'm never going to shake the memory that I've... I'm now on my fourth Xbox 360. <laughs> you know? And I've, when the Elite came out, like, fucking hell, thank God. And then as soon as I got my Elite, I happened to have one of the few Elites that was affected by a rare bug in the coding of, like, one in 10,000 printed versions of Halo Reach, which <laughs> actually meant the console bricked itself and the drawer wouldn't shut. Perfect, mate. Perfect. So the first time I got an Elite, straight back to Blockbuster. <laughs> I put a post up on the Xbox forums, I think, yeah. and the first reply was, you unlucky son of a bitch, <laughs> by someone that had like 50,000 posts, and they were just like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's God. one in a million chance you got fucked there. So for me, Sony always do have the best hardware. Yeah, I mean, the whole Red Ring of Death thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, some of the PS3s had their problems and your Xbox fanboys would always try and claim it was just as bad, but everyone knows it wasn't. No, I've been through much less PS3s. Yeah, I mean, I had one. I mean, mine and your PS3s actually both broke very close to each other, didn't they? Uh, Yes. They're both sat in the cupboard in my house. (laughs) (laughs) That was my second PS3, I think. Yeah, well, I I had one PS3 from day one. I was like 14 (laughs) when I bought it. And I saved up all my pocket money. All and I my bought, pocket dollars. I bought myself a PS3. And it worked and worked and worked until one day my housemate was watching Embarrassing Bodies on it and it conked out, which was a very unceremonious way to go. Wasn't I watching um, the Undateables on it? Oh, Undateables. And it was sat next to the radiator. Yeah. Yeah. But I did manage to get it working again by blowing it with a hairdryer in a cardboard box for half an hour. And, you did, you did. And now it makes a horrendous noise, but I did manage to get all my save data off there. You know, eight years of save data. Oh, mate, I'm sorry. <sighs> That's okay, mate, I forgive you. 
I like the undateables. <laughs> I like the undateables too, mate, but the amount of hours that went into that PlayStation to have it die that way. <laughs> it's not, not so good, mate. No PlayStation so deserves to die that way. But yes, I think basically, you know, the the long and the short of it is that I'm going to buy a Switch anyway because I'm a sucker and I like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, mate? Uh... I'm going to wait to see what comes out on it. The big appeal for me was that I've got... I'm going to be on the road for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I wanted something impressive to play. And because I couldn't get hold of a Switch, they've missed... Well, they've lost 380 quid out of my pocket. <laughs> they missed that chance. And I ended up buying the uh, the Blaze the Blaze Tab. Yeah, Blaze Tab Plus. Which arrived today. Yeah. And I must say, very first impressions... It's certainly interesting. Certainly interesting. It shipped, which which shocked me. It shipped with ROMs on it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which really kind of tells you the caliber of the device in question. The caliber of the company behind it, mate. Yes. The, the device in question has. I am. Uh, I am already very impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I put uh, Sonic Adventures Two on it. Yeah. Which I obviously own, and this is just backup purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it worked. Just It just worked, mate. To quote Steve Jebs. Steve Jibs. Steve Jibs. It just, it just fucking worked. I've not done the Shenmue test yet. Yeah, that's the uh, big one. Because I would like to play Shenmue without getting carpal tunnel syndrome. Uh, <laughs> and I'd like to be able to put the fucking thing down and go out and then come back and for the time to be right for me to go to bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> It must be said, though, mate. Have you tried pressing the R1 and R2 buttons on there at the same time? Yes. Because this, this device, it it's quite thin, tablet style, mm-hmm. and it's got, you know, the controls at the side. And the R1 and R2 buttons are horizontally next to each other. Yes. So the R1 is on the right on the corner, and then the R2 is a little bit further along. And I was just picturing, like, having to fire a gun... <laughs> you know where you aim with L1 and then you fire with R2 but R1 is like throw grenade yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was just thinking about what horrendous time that would be so as far as you not getting carpal tunnel I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off I'm gonna reserve judgment I'm gonna that. reserve judgment and see what state your hands are in when you come back <laughs> off your tour mate well thankfully I mostly got it for the RPGs on the PS1 yeah, yeah. I mean, I can do those on my PSP, but I wanted a bigger screen. I wanted something a little, just a little bit more cinematic. You know what I mean? Bigger mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted better battery life, but apparently that's not a that's not a thing. So I'm borrowing your battery for them two weeks. How are you, mate? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's exciting. I love a good emulator. Mm-hmm. I always try and install like the latest Game Boy emulator mm-hmm. onto my iPhone whenever I can. Because that's always a challenge. Absolutely. You know, I like to keep up to date on the Vita emulations. Mm-hmm. And per- personally, those pe- people who know me know that I'm not a big Android boy. No. Myself. But the the prospects that Android presents in terms of emulation are exciting for me. Yes. And I think that this is a market that Nintendo didn't necessarily know they would have to compete with. And I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Potentially, that's that's another reason why they're holding off on the virtual console, because I think they know that if they do have to compete with this the emulation market, they're going to have to do something that's actually special. And people these days don't like to pay for things. No, you know, and when you can get them all for free on a tablet that looks a lot like the Switch, mm-hmm. really, when it comes down to it, why pay eight ninety nine for Metroid? That is true. Uh... But as you know, there are also people that are more interested in original hardware than ever. Mm-hmm. People don't want emulated stuff from the first party. They don't want to play it on the Wii. They don't want to play it on Virtual Console. They want, you know, we've seen people quite happily uh, go off and ring their wives for permission and then come back and drop 350 quid on a SNES with all the top titles, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and people just really want to do that. Mm-hmm. And people are big into collecting stuff that's in the box. People want all the artwork back. People want the original experience. Yeah. No, 100%. So. Yeah, I mean, what it is for me, what I like to do, I, I like to use ROMs the mm-hmm. way they were intended. You know, I like to go out and buy the nicest boxed copy of a game. Mm-hmm. 
that I can get my hands on. And then I like to play it on my Vita. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, I, and I love having my consoles. I've got them all set up under my TV. But if my scart's plugged into my GameCube and all of a sudden I want to play Super Mario Land, mm-hmm. you better believe I'm going to pick up my Vita before I go fiddling around the back of my TV, re-plugging <laughs> that fucking Nintendo weird knobbled scart thing mm-hmm. into a different console. <laughs> you know? So there's an element of that it's like it's like with music these days yes mate. i own a not inconsiderable amount of vinyl and most of it is new yes most of it is new releases uh-huh. of bands that i like but i have a spotify subscription so Same. yeah yeah so i will buy a record on vinyl to support the band mm-hmm. and because i like the artwork or mm-hmm. whatever and then i'll never listen to it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well not never but you know what i mean i will for the majority of the time yeah yeah you know, I'll listen to that through Spotify. Well, you know, it's like when you uh, when you brought the... Or when, for example, when... Because it's quite a more extreme example. Uh, Aaron brought his Commodore 64 round. Yeah. And you popped in from taking Kerry to Roller Derby, I think. Uh-huh. And there was four grown men sat around my TV watching a tape load. <laughs> you know, it's all part of this kind of childhood ritual. Uh-huh. Where things were used to be very inconvenient. Yeah, yeah. And were a ball ache to do. Uh-huh. But because they were a ball ache, they made you sit down and enjoy the product. 100%. Uh, 100%. Like, yeah. So pe- I think people are getting fed up with this McDonald's generation of mm-hmm. like instant delivery, instantly straight there. Even because um, I sell a lot of stuff to kids, and kids mm. are surprisingly into the NES and the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Kids come in with their dads and they buy PlayStation 1 games. Mm. Not entirely sure how that's how that's a thing, but you know. Uh, well, I've always I've always said, if ever I pop out a child, God forbid, out of your penis, out of my penis, <laughs> I would like to educate them chronologically. Yes, mate. You know, because I think that's very interesting. Because I I understand that in Jesus, in 2017. <laughs> Don't mind me, mate. In 2017, let alone 2020 something appreciating an old school game yep. is hard work yes it's they're not as directly rewarding even for me i sometimes cannot be fucking bothered <laughs> <laughs> yeah and 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 i would love a child of mine to be able to appreciate those games the in the way that well not even i did because i didn't but in the way that they were intended to be enjoyed you know what i mean yeah without yeah. them being you know marred and stepped on by buy all this stuff that's out there at the minute yeah yeah uh i would argue however that it's easier and i think this is why children appreciate it it's easier to enjoy an nes or a snes yeah or a game boy than it is to enjoy a gamecube or a ps2 yes because the gamecube and the ps2 and the original xbox you know and even to an extent the n64 all the consoles of that generation they're they're directly competing with modern AAA games. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go and you can buy Call of Duty 1. <laughs> and all it is is a shit version of Call of Duty 27 and a half. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whereas the original 8-bit platformer stuff is a league of its own. It's it a whole its different time. world. And it is of its time, yeah. But I, I think it can be appreciated in the same way because you've not got a frame of reference to compare it to. Exactly. You're not like, oh, why does Square do this when it should do this? <laughs> because it, they're so simple, but challenging and engaging. And they still hold their hold their nerve and their value for sure. That is true, mate. Mm-hmm. We should probably uh, start rounding this off with that thing that you said we were going to do. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. We should do. Which let's, is... Uh, let's do. So... Um, let's whistle while we work, mate. Whistle while we work. Is that what we're going to call this segment, mate? Something like that. Okay. I mean, I, I'll, I'll have to moisten my lips if I'm going to okay. have to actually whistle. So basically, um, what we would love to do at the end of the, the podcast is kind of answer any questions that you guys might have. But we understand that only three of you are listening and none of you knew <laughs> we were doing this. So that's quite hard so what we're going to do instead is a version of that infamous game they play on Nevermind the buzzcocks uh where somebody hums the introduction to a song and the other person has to guess what that song is but we're going to do it with video game theme tunes 
to ask right, people that have completely different interests in gaming. This would be very interesting. Yes, mate. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm, um... We'll see how we get on with my encyclopedic knowledge of theme tunes, though. Yes, mate. I'm absolutely not going on YouTube to look something up right now. Uh, maybe we sh should we start with an easy one, mate? Yes, mate. <laughs> Would you like me to start? Yeah, you go first, mate. <sighs> Wait for the theme though, mate. Oh God. I don't know why I agree to this. Honestly, it sounds like Pirates of the Caribbean. No, it's not, mate. I know it's not, mate. You know what I'm saying? Give me a console, mate. So, PC, 360, PS3. There's like five series in the title. Uh, five titles in the series. Oh, Jesus. PS4, Xbox One. It's all on there, mate. Switch. Switch. Elder Scrolls Skyrim, mate. There we go. It's the Elder <laughs> Scrolls theme, mate. Is it, mate? There we go. It's what it sounds like for the reels, though, mate. Okay, mate. talk about mate unreal mate there yes i absolutely heard that off you go mate <coughs> um jesus um 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 bum 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 Yes, mate. Which one? Bum uh, bum ba dum ba dum ba da dum. But no, bum bum Free? bum. Yep. There we go. <laughs> warped, mate. I don't know why I went for warped. <laughs> when two is clearly my favourite Crash Bandicoot game. Uh, but yeah, there we go. So that's so you're one up at the minute, mate. Okay. This still have to be an easy one, mate. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. so. Okay. You can uh, be as hard as you like, but I mean, I just might not know it because <laughs> I'm a filthy uh, little casual, uh, mate. Uh, uh, trying to think of someone you'd know, mate. Mm. Uh, mm. Mario, mate. <laughs> That was all of the first Oh no, we're moving on to World 2, mate. Where'd you get it, mate? What? What was it, mate? It was Super Mario Brothers, mate. It's mate. Nice one, mate. Well done, mate. Well done, mate. <laughs> well done, me, mate. Well done, me. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of something a little bit more obscure, but you know when someone puts you on the spot and you yes, just can't mate. think just anymore? can't think of anything. Literally can't think anymore at all. Supersonic Racing, mate. You can't have that one. Sonic Racing. Sonic. Sense. Sonic. What's it even called? Sonic Racing R. Or Sonic R. Sonic R. Ooh, Sonic R. Um. Okay. Let's see. Well, I mean, there's obvious ones, mate. There's like. Pokemon. Yes, mate. Which one? <laughs> Originals, mate. Originals. Give me a color. Uh, Give me a color. Well, Which one was, did I play, mate? Which one did I play? As it was back in the day, mate. As it was originally in Japan, red and green, or as it was over here, red and blue, mate. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Was it actually green? In hence, leaf green being the remake. Well, mate. that's why I was wondering why it was leaf green. But then, mm -hmm. if they bothered to change it back then, why didn't they change it the second time? Because Nintendo don't have as much money as we think they do, mate. <laughs> 
Or do they have more money than we think they do, mate? I mean, any question regarding anything ever can be solved with the simple answer because Nintendo don't know what the fuck they're doing. Ask me any question, mate, ever. Um, Try and make it game-related if you can. Try and make it game-related. Why are there only eight Harry Potter games? (laughs) Frankly, mate, because Nintendo have no idea what the fuck they're doing. (laughs) Which is true, because they could have made them all again on the way. With the with the magic wand controls, with the see, yes, mate, a hundred percent. Why Absolutely. why didn't they do an HD remake of Metal Gear Solid One, mate? Well, frankly, mate, Nintendo have no fucking idea what they're doing. There was no need for the twin snakes to be out on the GameCube. They could have just made a remake of it. The, you know. Yeah, or they could have just put it on the fucking PS2. Yes, the mate. Arseholes. Yes, mate. Ask me another one, mate. Any question? Uh, okay, mate. Um, why? Are there 18 different versions of Resident Evil 4? Literally because Nintendo have no idea what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> that is actually not needing any context. Right there, mate. Okay, mate. I've got I've got one for you. Okay. I've got one for you. Okay. Metal Gear Solid, mate. That'll do, mate. I'm listening to it in my ear and I'm oh, getting this really weird like feedback loop. <laughs> it's really fucking with me. Yeah, I was going to do Snake Eater, just, but I can't do it without going, what a thrill. <laughs> the darkness and silence. <laughs> anyway, mate, so that was a bit of a shit show because I only know Pokemon and Metal Gear. Do you want me to give me another one, mate? Yes, mate. I, uh, you do this one. <laughs> you know, I feel like I actually do know this one. <laughs> Sounds almost like something by Steps or Abba, mate. <laughs> no, mate. It was uh, the opened wave from Shadow of the Colossus, mate, since I mentioned it eight times in this podcast. All right, mate. And I will probably do that for every podcast. What, Even just, if we're talking about the internal politics of 15th century Afghanistan, I will mention Shadow of the Colossus, mate. They have similar architecture. So I'm going to be talking about that all the time, mate. All the time, mate. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to listen to two men ramble their way to the topic of Shadow of the Colossus, then you want to tune in <laughs> once a month, probably, for probably. the Downgrade Arcade podcast. You got anything to say, mate? I reckon we can do more than one a month, but we'll see what happens. Oh, oh, big talk! If big talk for big work, money. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is easy as this is easy as pie to be fair. Easy as pennies. Easy as the best of the pennies. So, <laughs> um, don't don't ask us when the next one's coming out. Um, but what is coming out? Hopefully, if I can get my act together, is Downgrade Arcade Season Two, Episode Two, on probably the thirty first of March. But if not, the 7th of April. And I don't want anyone asking me questions about which one of those is true. Okay? So, make sure that you uh, follow us on Facebook. You follow us on Twitter. You subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, and, I don't know, we're going to put this on SoundCloud or something, mate? That's probably, what we mate, do with podcasts. Probably, mate, yeah, probably. so make sure that you do whatever you do with SoundCloud. So, uh, just to round up, mate, the mm. time with the, the, the whole gimmick here. Mm. Uh, have you done an acceptable amount of work? I actually have completed an entire video, mate. Okay, mate. And I'm pr- I'm like halfway through the second one. Pretty good. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. I've heard you just hit and play on the same little bit of music this entire time. So I'm I've been say- adding little bits, mate. I've added a new layer of drums. Do you want to hear what I've got? Yes, mate. Go on, then. I'll crank the bass a little bit. Crank it just a touch. Nice. 
That is nice, mate. Not bad, considering that you were whistling whilst you worked, mate. Whistling whilst I worked, Whistling mate. whilst you worked. Um, if, of course, if we get enough questions or Question. comments or anything Question. for the next one, then we will answer them because, and you can pretty much guarantee, you know, when you listen to podcasts and people are like, oh, send us an email and we'll answer it. And you're like, no, you won't. We will, because we've got like six fans and you're one of them. We guarantee, you, don't we? Listening. That's right. I'm talking to you, Anna Clary. I'm Fraser Maxwell. Mm, you too. You're the only people still here at the end of this podcast. Yes, mate. So if you do have any questions, please leave them for us on our Facebook um, and we will do our best to answer them in the next edition of the Downgrade Arcade podcast. All right, mate. Mm hmm. Um, so thanks very much for listening. I'm going to spend an hour working frantically to catch up with what I should have done while we were trying to do this. You should have done that, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time. I'm going to say bye, mate. Bye, mate. Bye, mate. <laughs>